Welcome to the York County Economic Alliance podcast series produced by Bold Creative Media. As York County's official Chamber of Commerce and Economic Development Organization, we're here as a resource center to connect you to specialized funding, business services, advocacy programs, and events to help you and your business thrive. Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Kevin Treiber with the York County Economic Alliance in another one of our podcast series. And today we're gonna we're gonna switch it up on everyone, as Buster Rhymes would say, flip mode. Uh, I'm gonna toss it to Doug Henderson, and Doug will actually be doing a little bit of the interviewing because we're gonna talk introspectively about the York County Economic Alliance. Hi everyone, I'm Doug. Uh, yes, I will be asking Kevin questions today, and I guess sort of representing the curiosity of the membership about what's going on with YCEA going forward. So Kevin, uh, first of all, tell me about the strategic plan process that the YCEA has been working on and um, how you got a finalized plan. Cool. Well, first of all, Doug, I want to say thanks for having me here today. It's an honor to be with you and uh, join this podcast. So thank you. Thanks. You're doing an excellent job hosting. Um, <clears throat> now, I, uh, I do appreciate the opportunity and, and hopefully this will be uh, somewhat informative for the members. You know, it's been almost a year since I took over and Doug, I think it was many months ago that we sat down as, uh, for a podcast and talked about those first couple months, but it's been almost about a year and uh, we've uh, come a long way in the last year and we just concluded a, a strategic planning process, which a lot of people have been through strategic plans, whether it's their own organization or organizations you're involved in in the community or boards that you're on. And it's a pretty consuming process, but hopefully it, it uh, portends to be a healthy process, and it was just that. So we hired a facilitator. Her name was Grace Elsner out of Organization Development and Training out of Hanover. Grace is an incredible human being, and uh, she came highly recommended. She had worked with Gladfelter, with Wellspan, and a couple other companies, Hack. Um, and she uh, led what equated probably to about a six-month process. So we spent the better part of six months you know, really that that kind of three-phase process. The first phase was we cast the net out, did a whole lot of interviews. We interviewed um, a lot of members of the community, stakeholders. Uh, I think we really tried to to tap every audience that we could have, from government to business, different industries within businesses, large and small, geographically dispersed throughout your county. Um, we had sister organizations, our nonprofit community just general stakeholders. So we really, um, we I think we cast the net out to about 75 different people or organizations and ended up interviewing about 60 of them. So we got some really good feedback. It was a good reality check for us. It was great uh, information. It was good data. And ultimately that kind of all was filtered and distilled into phase two, which was really developing the plan and, and kind of having that uh, introspective time. We did a heck of a lot of staff um time, whether it was our own staff retreat or just lots of uh, kind of two-hour sessions on Fridays. We had a board retreat. Um, we did, uh, at the onset, develop a strategic planning committee that was comprised of board and staff. So it was a really good, hopefully, a, you know, it was, uh, we had all parties represented and really, uh, I think that committee did um, a really incredible job trying to take all of that information, which was a lot, distill it down to its components and then use it to develop a plan. And then that kind of final phase was the plan itself, was really fine-tuning it, um, you know, fine-tuning it, getting it ready to go, and, and making the tough decisions of what's in, what's out, and then launching. So um, it was a couple weeks back that our board unanimously approved our strategic plan. So we do have one now. It's a three-year plan. 
and I'm sure we'll kind of touch on it a, a little bit more in depth. But I'll also share, too, that um, we sort of have two parallel paths going. We did the strategic plan. That was obviously um, its own process. And then simultaneous to that, we uh, started developing a communication strategy, working with uh, some assistance to really look at uh, how complex of an organization we are and the various audiences that we have. How do we best target them? How do we strategically message to those variety of audiences? And how do we really key in on um, the value that we provide and the return on investment that we provide to our business community or our, our county at large. So we're still in that process now. We're going to kind of conclude that this fourth quarter of 2017 and might go into a little bit into 2018. But um, I would uh, foreshadow that 2018, we kind of come out the gate with a refined focus and renewed commitment and a whole lot of new energy um, and really rally behind a, a strategic plan for the organization. Love it. Uh, so what are the main pillars of the strategy that you guys came up with? So we, uh, thanks for asking that question. No problem. <laughs> Incredibly uh, insightful question. Um, we, we did, uh, you know, again, for those that have worked on a strategic plan out there, I'm sure that you've seen them very cumbersome documents, lengthy documents, or the very skinny versions. We opted for a skinnier version to really hone in exactly on the goals and objectives. So foremost, we really tried to narrow it down to uh, seven uh, core goals and objectives, and I'll just kind of rattle them off. But um, to leverage the expertise and be the nucleus for public-private development, really what this means is, you know, we obviously do a lot of brick-and-mortar development throughout the community, whether it's the Market View Arts Center, um, People's Bank Park, or now the Yorktown Hotel. Um, we know that there's also a whole heck of a lot of other projects going on in the community, and these are really kind of the community-oriented projects. Um, the History Center would be a good example, the consolidation of their facilities into one uh, standalone experiential center uh, in the old smokestack. So um, we heard from the community loud and clear that they would like us to play a bigger role in helping to set the priority agenda for projects across the county and to try to help you know, facilitate that. It may well be that we're doing the project, like the Yorktown Hotel, where we're kind of boots on the ground, sleeves rolled up doing the work, or the History Center, where we're playing a role on the periphery, maybe helping to procure funding or um, assisting, you know, in some form or fashion. But I think generally to, to try to be aware of what's going on and help shape the, the community's priority agenda. So that's one. That's, and I think that's you know, probably one of the key um, objectives that we'll be looking at in the next three years. The second is to champion your county business development, retention, and growth. That's a lot of the business expansion stuff that we do now, a lot of the traditional chamber-oriented programming that we offer, but it also includes a lot of the business financing. Uh, I think um, we need to do a much better job communicating out to the broader community that we have uh, the tools to do SBA financing, to do the small business lending or tax-exempt uh, lending. Um, and each of those, you know, there's varying level of minutia that each one of those programs can get into. Um, through the state government, we can offer industrial development loans at 2% interest to help uh, build facilities or expand facilities, get equipment. So we have a lot of funding prowess and finance prowess, and we need to better uh, deploy it and, and make sure that the community is aware of it. So look for us to really do a much more aggressive and proactive communications uh, and really get our team out into the community talking about that. Um, because, you know, between brick and mortar uh, development in that first objective and business financing for the expansion and growth of businesses, those are two really tangible uh, items that the community can kind of look at, see, touch, feel, and really see the value of, of an organization like ours. So we 
thought that those were really two key areas. And it was assured in the data, those interviews that we had, that the community wants us to play this role. So we need to do a much better job and, and kind of step up to the plate, so to speak. The third one is diversify and grow revenue. Kind of speaks to itself. This is probably a little bit more internal, but you know, it's obviously make sure we're a sustainable organization financially. I mean, for us to, to continue to do the work that we're doing and hopefully do more of it, we need to make sure that we're not undervaluing our service and that we're um, leveraging as best as possible all of the resources available. We have about 1,100 businesses and organizations that invest in us annually, representing about 51,000 employees. We're heavily dependent on a couple main sources of revenue, though. So I think just for the long-term health and viability of, of YCEA, you know, we need to you know, ensure that we're looking at all areas to um, diversify our revenue to, to put us on more sustainable footing. And then next would be strategically market and promote the, the YCEA and your county. Um, first one goes without saying. I mean, obviously, we need to, as I just noted, talk a little bit more about our success stories, have, our, have those partners of ours that have had success with help from us share that story. I mean, there's no greater reference than a referral from a friend, so to speak. So, um, so I think we need to tell our story a little bit uh, more frequently, and we need to tell your counties. You know, short of uh, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, I mean, I think they, they do an excellent job out marketing your county from a tourism perspective. I think we need to be marketing your county from a business perspective, economic development perspective. So look for more of that. And then obviously that kind of lends itself right into our fifth objective, which is amplify the voice of business. This is all of our advocacy. It's, that's the finger on the pulse of the business community, understanding what their challenges are, what the opportunities are, uh, and really try to be futuristic in looking down the, the road and seeing you know, what are the obstacles that are forthcoming that would impede on your county's progress. And if there are obstacles, how do we best them? How do we fix them? Or are there opportunities that we need to exploit and take advantage of? Um, so it's our job to be doing that, and, and there's no better uh, ability than doing it than being on the front lines and, and trying to, you know, have that great sense from the business community and that kind of that direct communication. Um, the sixth is driving workforce solutions, strategic workforce solutions, We're trying to instill the mindset um, that everything that we do in this organization is really solution-oriented. Um, you know, this podcast is helping to convey a message to the business community um, beyond just the topic here, but all of the other topics to help um, help our businesses meet challenges and solve problems. Uh, and right now, workforce is a significant challenge for our York County community. Not a week or a month goes by, we don't hear of employers that can't hire employees. And we need to be focused again on, on you know, someone has to be looking uh, down the road at York County's future. That's our job right now. Uh, I don't expect that workforce challenges will go away in the next couple years. Certainly, if they could, we can uproot and extract and kind of move on to the next challenge, um, which could be infrastructure, congestion, whatever, you name it. But at least right now, we know that we need to play a role in this. And we also know that we need to try to conduct the orchestra. There's a lot of people in the workforce field that are all doing great work. We need to try to make sure they're singing from the same song sheet. Uh, and then finally, and this again is kind of a little bit more internal as well, but strategically deploy our resources. Make sure that we're best tapping the potential within our organization. We've got you know the right people on the bus. We've got all of the strengths and capacity to do the work that we need to get done, and you know that we can really uh, tackle this plan. Um, so ultimately, you know, it's um, there's no shortage of work, but I think this was a great process for us, and I, I am um, I have the utmost confidence that this plan will kind of put us on. Uh, good footing going forward. 
Yeah, I think speaking from like the general perspective of the audience of this podcast, I think like that's really exciting to hear. Um, like from my perspective, like getting involved with the YCEA, even as just a member in the very beginning, there was a lot of kind of confusion about what was going on here and this kind of clarity in what you guys are doing moving forward. Get like gets my juices flowing, like it gets me excited. Like I care a lot about this organization. I think a lot of your members do just in, in my interaction with them. And I think it's really great that you're able to kind of set that forward and set that path and 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 give everyone a sense of clarity about that direction. That's great. So with that being said, like what are some of the things that you're going to be doing in the next 12 months to push that agenda forward? Well, and I appreciate those comments too because I do think, you know, and, and we appreciate the patience of a lot of our members as well as we were working through this process and a lot of folks took part in it and really had an active role. Um, and again, you know, going through seven objectives, I mean, it, it can get a little nuanced or into the weeds, but really what the general public or our membership needs to know is this is going to put us in a much better place to do the job that we need to get done. And ultimately that job is enhancing prosperity throughout your county. And that's that's what we get up in the morning to do. And it may take a different form each day, but this plan is going to help us give us give us that roadmap. So w- these next couple of years, I mean, this is really a one to three year plan. So in the next, you know, this final quarter of 2017, first quarter of 2018, look for us to, you know, we'll be doing some fine tuning internally. As I noted, um, we'll be wrapping up the communications plan. So I would look to early 2018 that we'll have that wrapped up. Hopefully, we'll have come to a consensus on some better strategic mechanisms to message to our target audiences. Um, that could involve, you know, new mediums of communication. Obviously, here we are doing podcasts. Could just tackle, you know, a, a more enhanced social media presence or. Um, you know, really getting into the weeds on the tactics by which we can communicate. But I think that's probably the more immediate uh, aspect that the general public will see. It could include refreshing of logos and websites and all of that stuff that goes along with it. But ultimately, again, I think what hopefully what people will will see and feel from that is a more direct route to communicate, um, a more clear path to get our message out. You know, I think one of the greatest challenges that we could ever have and we face it every day is information overload. We have a lot of good stories to talk about, which is a great problem to have, right? I mean, like, go check out our Facebook page and you better like it, but but check it out. I mean, there's, there's ample opportunity of, of fun success stories on there every day. And for us, I think the, the internal challenge and struggle that we've been trying to figure out is, you know, what is the best mechanism and mediums to communicate that? Um, do people want to, you know, hear um, via e-newsletter, they want to hear via Facebook, Twitter, you know, and the likelihood is it's all of those mediums. It's just different techniques. So, so look for us to do that. Um, and then I think as we reset our internal clock and, and get poised for 2018, um, I think you'll hopefully see us take a larger, more active role in shaping those, those uh, countywide priorities and, and that agenda and also hoping to really be a a bigger player throughout your county in the workforce field and, and again, really looking down the pike at what are those um, aspects that could impede or assist your county's progress and, and taking full advantage of them. Cool. I think you've done a pretty excellent job of thoroughly answering the rest <laughs> of the questions on this uh, little sheet here. Um, so let me just ask you, like, well, I guess this this is a good one here. Um like, why did you go through this whole process as an organization? I think that that's um, it's a oh, thank you. We're getting a tweeted question from oh. from the field right now. 
hashtag YCEAPA. Well, I'll, I'll note why we went through it. Again, um, you know, c- coming into the role back in December of 2016 and realizing very quickly that we do a lot. We have a strong reach throughout the community. We've got great breadth, depth, all of that stuff. Um, we're a really complex organization. And I think if you don't deal directly with us for some component of our organization, then you may get lost in the noise of all that we do. So for us, I think this was an opportunity to really refine the focus and kind of zero in on our core competencies. We're also six years old you know, since the merger of the York County Chamber and the, and the Economic Development Corporation. And you know, I, I think it's actually a, a point of pride that we can say we we're ahead of the curve in York County and merging those two organizations. You've seen those organizations merge effectively almost everywhere in central Pennsylvania, short of maybe Lancaster. Adams County just merged and created an alliance. Obviously, Harrisburg Regional Chamber and Cretic, um, Berks County just did it. So I think we were um, we're a model of excellence, or we're you know kind of a version 2.0. So. I think after that merger was done, um, you know, we continued to do, you know, all that it is that we do on a daily basis. This was a chance for us as an organization to step back, breathe, pump the brakes for a little bit and say, you know, what are our core competencies? How can we, you know, best deploy our resources and what ultimately do we want to be when we grow up? And that's what we're working on. So it's never perfect, but I think this is going to put us in a much better place and ultimately, I think, you know, for the community's interest, I think they, uh, like I said, we kind of heard in the feedback process that they want us to uh, play a bigger role in, in development or, you know, uh, make sure that the community understands all of our financial programs. So hearing that only assures the work that we're going to do, you know, c- kind of coming down the pike. So that's that's hopefully the, the theory behind strategic planning is it gives us a, a solid roadmap to try to stick to. And I'll be honest, it also gives us the ability to say no to some things. Um, we're a catch-all organization in that because we do so much, it's often, you know, we can get a phone call from just about anyone saying, hey, could you do this? And, and you know, by and large, you could probably justify just about anything as long as it economic development has kind of become a buzzword uh, that catches everything. Um, so I think for us to be successful, we need to be able to have those kind of that clear moment of clarity to to determine how to best uh, deploy all of our resources. Sure thing. And, um, you know, with 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 what you're saying, with focusing down uh, at, on very specific things within your organization, is there then a plan to uh, strategically work with other organizations in the community to have them fill in those gaps? Or what's the plan there? That's a great question from the Twitter audience um, <clears throat> that's actively listening to us on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> for all of our listeners out there, that was a joke that didn't land well. <laughs> uh, but um, yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. Uh, no, uh, we actually really looked at what, uh, again, um, I think we need to look at our community, uh, particularly our organization or other organizations. I sort of joked that economic development is a catch-all, but more and more organizations you know, find themselves in the, quote, economic development business, whether that is brick-and-mortar development, industrial development, tourism, um, workforce. So I think we need to look at it not as a competitive industry, but a complementary industry, because ultimately the success of all of these organizations means a collective win for our community. So we really did try to, you know, in this in that interview process, collecting data, we had a bunch of our kind of sister organizations, 
um, a host of other nonprofit organizations. And there was an interest from from them in particular, but also the community at large, that we play the role of an alliance. Remember, we were created by the merger of a couple entities, but under the York County Economic Alliance, we have nine organizations under our umbrella. Um, so what can we do more to play that larger convening, um, bigger picture role in the community? And whether it's, you know, working with our sister organizations to get the job done, to figure out, you know, whose strengths, you know, who has the best strengths to complement each other in a given task, or it's playing that role of an alliance to bring people under an umbrella to, again, help either find um, opportunities to collaborate, or maybe it's us, you know, really fostering an incentive to collaborate. So look for that in the future, but clearly, you know, we, we heard loud and clear that, um, Going back to the roots of why we were created was to be an alliance, to be a big tent and throw a big party and invite a whole bunch of people to come. Along those same lines, you know, we're, we are um, at the time of recording this, we're fresh off of the rise of the rest hype. And I think that there's, at least speaking for myself, I can't speak for everyone, but I think that there's, there's a lot of enthusiasm about the idea of um, collaborating and working with our region um, to help everybody, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships kind of thing. What, what, kind of, um, what kind of role do you think that the YCEA can play in helping the region move forward with, uh, with its growth path? That was an awesome experience, first and foremost. And, you know, obviously, you know, all thanks to Steve Case and J.D. Vance for, for coming through central Pennsylvania. And hopefully those that are listening, you know, were able to catch some of that or caught it in Facebook or whatnot. But really an awesome opportunity. And again, it, it really did partner the region in an unprecedented way. You know, certainly we've worked with Lancaster before. We've worked with Dauphin County and Harrisburg before. Um, but this really put us in the driver's seat together to pull something off as a region um, and then hopefully follow, you know, follow forward with next steps. So beyond just one day, I mean, it's certainly a big flashy one day event. But um, what, what people don't know is the next day, you know, Wednesday after Rise of the Rest, which occurred on a Tuesday, um, the regional planning team was in Harrisburg working with the Kauffman Foundation on, on strengthening the ecosystem for innovation and entrepreneurialism and developing the action plan of how to do that. And so, uh, you know, it, it, it is to rise above the rest. It is to rise up as a community, and it's going to take much more than, you know, a one-day event to do that. Um, but really, that's the end goal of, of RISE is to help partner those regions together. And this was the first time they had picked a region like ours. I mean, typically they're going to one metropolitan area, Columbus, Ohio, Ann Arbor, uh, Indianapolis, Philly has had it in the past. So this was the first time where you had you know kind of three distinct communities making up one metropolitan region. But to be completely frank, um, you know, Pennsylvania has the 17th largest economy in the world. Um, that's Philly, Pittsburgh, and everything in between. In the 21st century, you know, obviously in, an, in a connected economy, we need to be competing as a region together and not against each other. You know, um, we have to kind of put past our parochialism, which is tough in Pennsylvania because it is kind of inherent to our DNA. But, you know, rather than Lancaster competing against York, competing against Harrisburg, we need to kind of collectively be working as a region because ultimately if, if Lancaster does well, York will. If Harrisburg does well, we will and vice versa. Um, we're a transient society. It's, you know, un, it's, it's very plausible that people drive 30 minutes a day. The average commute time in York is 26 minutes. So, um, so again, you know, they looked at us as a, as a metropolitan region 
because in Philadelphia or Columbus, Ohio, it's not uncommon to have to drive 30 minutes to get cross, cross town. Same thing here. So, so I think what RISE did was it, it was the catalyst to bring the region together. And now since then, and, and um, it has at, at the time of this recording been one week since RISE, um, we've already had two sessions as a region together talking about how we can do this more frequently, what structure can we build, and really, you know, what are the benefits of, of this type of thing and how to do it. Because frankly, you know, we just talk strategic plan. I mean, our mission is really focused on your county, but obviously we need to take that bigger perspective that if it's good for the region, it's going to be good for your county. We want this community, central Pennsylvania, to rise up. Um, and, and I think this was a really healthy process to go through that's only going to partner us better. And it was interesting too, Doug, um, throughout that course of the day, whether it was breakfast in York, lunch in Lancaster or Harrisburg, hearing from the bu- business community, our partners in it, whether it was an incredibly you know, large, successful, seasoned business or a new entrepreneur that's a startup, you know, kind of six months old, they really um, commented on how positive of an experience it was from their outside perspective looking in to see the region partner like this. And and to be fair too, the businesses don't care about the invisible lines of a, of a boundary. You know, businesses don't, colleges don't, um, people don't. I mean, you probably going here to a grocery store, you'll cross half a dozen local governments. You never think about it. They're invisible lines on a map. So ultimately, we need to be less parochial and, um, and you know, ref- kind of constrained and just focus on the region. Cool. I love that. Uh, I have one more question, and unless there's any more uh, Twitter questions. No? Any more Twitter questions <clears throat> down the – no, no. Okay. Three seats down is Twitter. Um, <laughs> so we've kind of gone over a, a lot of stuff in this podcast, mm-hmm. and maybe you could just take a minute and kind of distill it down. Like, what does this mean – to the average member, um, you know, what what does a stronger, more focused economic alliance, how does that impact me as a member over the next year or two? So ultimately, I think it's safe to say that we believe in prosperity for all through a stronger business community. Um, so, you know, and that's about sharing prosperity to ensure that the rising tide does lift, in fact, lift all boats. Um, and again, kind of Pulling it back full circle for those that have worked on strategic plans, you know, that kind of engenders the visuals of sticky dots and the big post-it notes that you stick on a wall and write Sharpie and all that stuff and mission and vision. And make no mistake, we had our components of that. Um, And the mission and vision is always a difficult process to wordsmith the heck out of. But what we settled on was just one straight-up identity statement and a promise from our organization um, that, that York County Economic Alliance, we will drive your County's economic go- growth by leveraging the collaboration, resources, and expertise needed to create sustainable prosperity. We thought that that, as best as possible, kind of succinctly surmised what this organization does on a daily basis, what all of us, regardless of our job descriptions in this organization, what we wake up and do. Our goal is to drive that economic growth, leverage collaboration, use our, our expertise and the resources that we have at our disposal to ensure that, that we are creating sustainable prosperity throughout your county. So to you as a business, it matters to you that we're doing well as an organization, whether we work directly with you or not, because if, if we're working with someone else in the community and their business grows and is successful, that means more York Countyans you know, have discretionary income to spend, which only will fuel our economy. 
So it, it matters to you as a business. It matters to a member uh, of our organization that we're doing well because you do well. And it really is looking at our community through the, the eyes of a collective win. Love it. Thanks, Kevin. This cool. is awesome. Sweet. Well, thank you, Doug. I appreciate the uh, invitation to come on your show and, and <laughs> do a podcast interview. This is an exceptional experience. Well, you're welcome. You can come back anytime. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This has been the Doug Henderson Show. And I was your guest today, Kevin Schreiber. Bye. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Weiss EA podcast series produced by Bold Creative Media. For more information, visit us on our website at www.ycea-pa.org or call us anytime and talk to one of our experienced staff members at 717-848-4000. And always remember to start here.